Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mark Bosnich, who is, who is, it's fair to say, a, a decent man. size. A big stick. Yeah. Uh, even when he joins Man United. A, a, a big lump of Australian beef. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, guten abend, wherever you are listening to this and whatever time, welcome to Reminding You Why You Love Football, a weekly podcast from Mundial Magazine. I had forgotten why I love football, says Chunky Norwich on the Apple Reviews. If football podcasts were panini stickers, this one would be shiny. Oh, yeah. Chunky Norwich, I will be in your county uh, very soon. I like to holiday there, so if you want to meet me on the on the, on the the beach, get your chin tested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been nice though. It's been really nice. Yeah, that's the joke. Thank you, thank you, Chunky Norwich. That is that is very nice. This one would be shiny. Can you not organise a, organise a meet with him on the beach. I am. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Like Tommy Shelby and Alfie Solomon's. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Uh, some of the reviews. Uh, Henmers, um, the podcast antidote to lad Bible football culture, and that. That is as good as it gets. The diametric opposite to lad Bible football culture. So joining me today in this international break edition of Reminding You Why You Love Football are Mundell co-founder Seb White, producer Tommy Stewart and Mundell features editor James Paul Christian Bird. Now, I've had to think about international breaks and we don't want to talk about what people normally do in, in, in those times. What I want to say is I've had to think about where I would most like to and least like to go with you lot for a break. <laughs> Um, where I would most like to go I've thought about it he's asked me to go so many times and you two are both good lads so you just do it Um, and I want to see it happen I want to go to northern France where we get to see uh, Seb get his um, military history lob on (laughs) first time listeners you should know that Seb uh, as well as being uh, one of the all round uh, football anoraks of this world is also a military history man Um, so we get to go to northern France Um, we get Seb can do all the things he's always wanted to do and crucially it's close enough that if it does our head and we can fucking get out of there (laughs) just leave me there on the beach and we don't have to fly yeah yeah don't have to fly there I don't want to spend a weekend walking around looking at tanks with you three (laughs) me it wouldn't be a week and where would I least like to go would be Ibiza yeah because now it would be Ibiza because there'd be me and Tommy trying to hide from um, shenanigans to not ruin our combined years of sobriety in our budgie smugglers like Sexy Beast Part 2 <laughs> and fucking Bur- Birdo turning up like Rave Don Logan going you fucking cunt you won't come to amnesia <laughs> Seb Seb's on a table at Pikes after finally taking his first ecstasy tablet, age 40. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and cool, these are good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should have yeah. done these 20 years ago when all my mates said they were good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be there for any of that. Or when inevitably me and Tommy both fall off the wagon and he's playing killer songs at the afters. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, that, isn't it? Oh. So those are places I do and do not want to go. Um, have a think about where you'd like to take us for international break and let us know on, um, I believe you have to call them the socials these days. It's made me feel a bit sick. 
But um, both of those things. Northern, which northern which France, one more so? Northern France more? with Seb going around the tanks and Tommy playing fucking killers at the Astros and Ibiza. <laughs> so, yeah, first time listeners, it doesn't get much better than that. So, uh, but we hope you, we hope you enjoy it. It was um, really It's dumb. all downhill from here. Focus on the reviews, not the fake holidays. So, yeah, we are a 4.8 on Apple, five star on Spotify, sticking it in the mixer and putting our elbows up podcast. We are reminding you why you love football. We are also part of the ACAST creator. Network, and we are here to make your day better. So, we go from our own adventure in Clubland uh, in Ibiza to the actual adventure in Clubland, which is where, for new listeners, we look at um, Indian summers, loans, and last chance saloons of um, players' careers. Um, we've done some fantastic ones so far. We hope we've educated a little bit, celebrated a little bit. And today, Sebastian Dennis White is going with a well known Colombian to Brazil, Seb. So, Fastino Asprilla joining Palmeiras in 1999. Good, good pronunciation. Good pronunciation of both Aspria and Palmeiras. Yeah. There, you said you said Palmeiras a bit like Robbie Savage would say it, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> Palmeiras. Yeah, Palmeiras. Christopher, Christopher. He signs a three-year deal. He anyway, signed, he signs a three-year deal. He comes from. It's from his second spell at Parma, which. Wasn't very successful. Let's wasn't be very honest. successful, but you know the first one was pretty good. So we we, we are very on. much at the um, bottom of the wax now, aren't we? Of the of Aspria's career, we are very much so. He joins a Palmeiras team though, that is on a high. Luis Felipe Scolari is is the gaffer. Oh big, yeah, big Phil. They have just won their first ever Copa Libertadores, the big one. Literally a couple of months before. They have been boosted, and they are the much, re- be- much better tournament than the Champions League. Yeah, let's have it right. All the you know, there's so much more Men- variety on the run up to the final than the, the, yeah. the homogenised thing we get today. But anyway, yeah, they um, they've been boosted, and the reason they're doing well at the moment is they've been boosted by sponsorship and uh, money from the brand Parmalat, which. If anyone does know, also sponsored Parma. Parma, yeah. yeah. It's an Italian thing, so maybe there was, there a, was co- a little conversation oh, or a connection somewhere uh, along the line. You say it's an Italian thing, but isn't it a food manufacturing company? What yeah. is it, Parmalat? Yeah, it's an Italian food manufacturer, and that's why it was obviously from the Parma region. And is that why it's called Parmalat? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've wow. seen across <clears throat> Parma. Every, every day, school day. Exactly. This is- this, this, that's not a coincidence. That well, who's to say? Who's to say? But they get added to try and retain <laughs> the Copa Libertadores title and do well, obviously, well in Brazil. I also think, as well, retaining the Copa Libertadores, he's got some good players, he's got a great squad, add a bit of flair, add a bit of excitement to it, and hoping that again they can, you know, to win the first Copa Libertadores, but to retain it and then to win future ones is obviously a key thing. And having Atino Espria on the bench, if it works. Might not be the worst gamble in the world. Who, who let, let let's let's have it right on his um, on, on his it. day, and you know he often gets pigeonholed by his his Newcastle career. But his first spell at Palmer, and that was right in my um and and yours, I imagine. I yeah, yeah. years younger than me, but that was right in the the glory days of the early editions of football Italia, when you were still finding out as players as like this great wow, like, mm. who's this person? And him and he was mustard. Yeah, he, uh, he, and he's a, he's a talent. You know, he's still only five years, four or five years on from the bloody World Cup. In 94, when Colombia were favourites for the World Cup because of people like Espria scoring, you know, beating, whack, walloping Argentina. So because Palmeiras have won the Copa Libertadores, they play in the World Club Trophy in 1999. And who do they play? Manchester, Manchester United. 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 
Your boys? So to- Tino Espria starts that game. Yeah, so he plays in the 1999 Toyota Cup final against Man United. And United have never won that before. So it's a big game for United. It's a big game for Palmeiras. We know that these South American clubs... They're going to be winning it again anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Tino has a really good game, actually. He creates a couple of great chances, which Mark Bosnich, make, again, makes a... Mark Bosnich for United, remember him? Bosnich? Yeah. I remember Bosnich. He makes a couple of great saves. Okay. And in one of those you know one of those chances and unfortunately he has to get taken off because he has a collision with Mark Bosnich who is who is, is fair to say a, a decent man. size a big stick yeah. uh, even when he joins Man United a, a, a big lump of Australian beef and <laughs> United <laughs> go and win that fairly contaminated but yeah yeah United go and win it don't they and Ryan Giggs collects the, the iconic key I remember this know, very well to a toad, the winner of the man of the match used to get was there a toy well Agreed. But was there a Toyota on the side yeah, yeah, of the pitch? Yeah, there was an Olympic car. track and a yeah, yeah. Toyota. I remember yeah, it very yeah. well. Yeah. So they don't win the that. They get to the next Libertadores final, though, oh. against Boca Juniors. Oh, yeah. oh. A quiet night at the various oh. libraries. I think a not. A two-legged affair, because obviously the Libertadores is a two-legged affair. Um, unfortunately, Tino doesn't provide that magic sauce he misses a penalty in the deciding penalty shootout. Oh, no. And Boca Juniors win. And it's a pretty weak penalty. It's a little bit of a stumble. You know, he's trying to confuse Changes the his mind. He's not wearing the T-Rex costume, is he? <laughs> he looks like he might be in the run-up. But In the timeline of Tino Spria's career, we've gone yeah. Palmer, yeah. Newcastle, Palmer, yeah. Palmeiras. Yeah, yeah. Then is it... Well... Because he wins a couple of they win a couple of domestic trophies like Brazil the Torneo Rio Sao Paulo and the Copa dos Campeões which are a lower rung cup competition so he does win some silverware no way. I mean, they sound prestigious yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> he does win some silverware but not the silverware that I think everyone was hoping for you know it would have been if they'd have retained the Copa Libertadores it would have been obviously amazing and he leaves for Fluminense yeah, in Brazil in November. So he's not there very long. It's not it's not as exciting and as hopeful as an adventure as he'd wanted. I bet it fucking was. Well, I said to Rupert Fryer, find me something here on on in your Portuguese newspapers and online archives. He must have done something. Very little to say off the pitch. Very little. I mean, yeah, whether that's because he was protected. Oh, uh, yeah. What goes on in the dressing room stage? Yeah, the yeah. Room there stage? was very little uh, that, shenanigans. That Palmer up protection money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, obviously it's a... Well, a good, very good friend of mine, um, Jim Davis. Oh, is this... I used to work with a long oh, yeah. time ago. Um, Jim Davis was photo editor for the Sunday Times and he used to moonlight a bit for Golf Punk when I was working there and I got on really well with Jim. He's been living in Colombia now... 10 or 15 years, I think. He runs like various pop-up kitchens over there and teaches English and set up a tennis club. Like, he does all sorts of stuff. He's a, he's a great character. Um, but he spent a weekend and various weekends with Tino at his like mountain uh, enclave. And he's written a piece about it. And early on in Mundial, we didn't, he, he was looking for quite a decent amount of money for it, as you would. But it, um, I think 442 might have published it in the end. But um, boo! But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a, um, a great piece. And he said it was as you would expect. Yeah. Guns and bums and <laughs> horses. But he also said he was a fucking cracking bloke. Yeah. He's found a great time with him. Generous, kind, like, you know, once you were sort of in and, um, yeah. Part of the gang. Part of I the will gang. touch on his generosity. Yes, yeah. this is... <laughs> this is a, an incredible... It's, it's not during his time at Palmeiras, but obviously Espila has accumulated a bit of wealth over the years. Um, and and looked after it by the sounds of it. It does. He currently sells uh, 
sugar to the Colombian government. He's got a lot of farms and, and he's in the agriculture business. He also sets up his own range of condoms. Yes. Tino Asferi's yeah, condoms. Yeah, yeah, what are yeah. they called? <laughs> They're called Tino. The brand name is, yeah, the it's brand Tino's. name is Tino. And talking of his generosity, during COVID, he reduces the price of said condoms to ease the strain of uh, uh, the Colombian lovers, yeah. shall we say. So, you know, very generous, I thought. You know. Never seen you more uncomfortable talking about anything than this. Yeah. <laughs> Seb's got a bright shade of red and looks like... No, no! <laughs> looks like he wishes we could cover him in a gigantic condom or perhaps a T-Rex outfit. But yeah. what a... I mean, there's the jokey side of that, which is fucking fair play. It's like good free market capitalism from Tino's. He's dropped the price, more yeah. people will buy it. But also, he didn't have to drop the price, did he? No, no, no absolutely God, no. not. King of the Gooses. We may have found him. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are now merely a court, a court jester. My liege. Yeah, exactly. A court jester to Tino's goosing champion. Tommy. Yeah. yeah. I, but look, it's an adventure nonetheless. And I think it's an adventure on the pitch because you should look at the goal comp. It's two and a half minutes long. There's some typically Espria-esque goals, you know, running through, chipping the keeper. But it did remind me, this one thing it did remind me of was how good he was in the air. Oh, brilliant head of the ball. I'd really head of the ball. You know, he obviously scored a couple of headers for Newcastle and I think maybe one of them in the hat-trick against Barcelona. Yeah, but old school striker who would make the run across the yes. front man, which you don't see as much anymore. But really yeah. good and really good in the air. So this, it, he has fun still. He has still has fun on the pitch. I'm sure he has, even if it's not documented, he has fun off it. It is an adventure. And Our, um, I'm finally glad we could talk about Tino Spear on, on the podcast. Yeah, I think two things I'd like to add about Tino is that A, you speak to any player who played with him at Newcastle and none of them blamed him for losing the league. It wasn't about that. Yeah, they, nice. they bottled it a little bit and he, he gave them some great performances. But also, that uh, C. Fidey Tesha, formerly of this parish, always of my parish, uh, one of my good mates, um, friend of the mag, listener of the podcast, I saw him the other day and we were on, we were podcast six of the day he was going to be listening to while he was tending a, a garden <laughs> nearby. Uh, C. Fidey, um, he will call his first son um, Fastino. After oh, a spree. And also, I've played football with C. There's a similarity in their game. An unpredictability is there? to their game. Oh yeah, I've played football with Steve. There is. Yeah, yeah. There is a touch. Not a bad compliment. Very yeah. good en- very good engine as well, Sue. Very good engine. Yeah. And um hearing a Geordie pronounce Fastino Aspria. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> he'll never get old. Like our uh, another dear friend Andrew Martin, who yeah. has written some very good pieces about Fastino Aspria. You can do that with more swaz, I reckon. Who I could. Yeah, yeah but I don't want to be a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> he can't, no, he can't. What? <laughs> you know Aspria? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Tommy. Yes, sir. We're in the studio on our own. I think it's about bloody time that we do some new bloody ads. Yeah, I think it's time. Whilst the cats are away, the mice will play. Exactly. Us yeah. being the mice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James and Owen being the terrifying cats. The terrifying cats. And the first ad we always go to is to talk about the magazine. Because you're listening to this brilliant podcast. Well, we pretty much do the same thing, but in a magazine format. We've been doing it since 2014. We're up to issue 27 now. And that is our latest issue that's come out. And yeah. it's all that's called the cult issue. It's a hundred pages of global football magic. It's full, full of great stuff. And the magazine comes out four times a year. Where have they got to go, Tommy? Where have they got to go if they want this? They've got to go to MondayLMag.com, Seb. That's where it Simple all is. Simple as that. Simple, Simple as, that. as that. You've used the internet before yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> you're probably using the internet now by yeah. listening to this. So, MondayLMag.com or yeah. follow the link in the show description. We'll even put it in the show description. 
we should also thank Classic Football Shirts, uh, one of our partners and our friends, for the, the shirts we're wearing today. Oh, yeah. I've got a Corinthians number on that is simply too tight, and I think Seb is stitching me up. It feels like uh, I'm going to need some uh, Vaseline to get it off. <laughs> Tommy is wearing a... Um, doesn't know. Uh, Seb is Soccer wearing... Club. Torino. Torino, oh, yeah. yeah. And James is wearing a, a pre-glow-up Venezia uh, shirt. Who knew they had nice shirts before the, uh, before the glow-up? Me? Before, before the money came in. Anyway, so we are moving on now to 101 <laughs> things to do in football before you die. And I had a look at this in the script last night. <laughs> and I, me- I remember oh. it happening. I remember, I remember it happening IRL. And I thought, <laughs> fucking hell. But then I also thought, Owen, let people be people. So, James, 101 things to do in football before you die. Um, it's, uh, it's all yours, brother. Well, it's have a football birthday party when you're an adult. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Owen's, Not just any adult. Owen's, okay. Owen's just adopted a, yeah. a yoga pose. To he, get he's he's doing the Harland yeah. celebration. This is a big birthday. Oh, it's my 30th, Seb, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so Maybe we should stop a, talking whilst Steve. A big birthday. <laughs> Grow up. Oh, 30's like the... Oh, it's a big one. Why yeah. is it? If you, yeah, but the, that's for you. Constrained by society and what people put on you. <laughs> Always. It's just a day, mate. Always. Always. Day. Always. Oh, it's the big one. Yeah. Grow up. So, <laughs> I am. That's why I'm having a birthday. <laughs> Seb, Seb, Seb loves a birthday party so much that he had his 40th birthday party a year late and was last seen shit-faced carrying around a gigantic speaker on his own. Anyway. All true. <laughs> <laughs> He was with drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. With it. Uh, with it, he was it. <laughs> <laughs> so, for my 30th birthday, I um, my 30th birthday happened in, in COVID, January 2021. You know, lockdown, what's going on, who's who's, blah, 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 all of that, all of that. So, I didn't have a 30th birthday party. We might have had a couple of people down on the stoop. But I didn't have a 30th birthday. Not the right. Anyway, so it gets to June. Lockdown's over. The world is back out. Freedom is at our fingertips once more. And um, one Saturday morning, Matilda's like, "Shall we? um, Shall we go for a walk to here?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, sure." And I start my spidey senses. They start tingling. They start going. Where's she taking me? Why are we going on a walk? Owen's got his head in his hands. Um, (laughs) Halfway there, Matilda's like, "James, I'm going to tell you now. I can tell you now something's up." We've organised a football birthday party for you. And oh my, oh my giddy aunt, am I happy? A football party. I haven't had one of those since I was 13 yeah, yeah. at Nossos, an indoor thing, which. You had one at 13 as well? That's <laughs> yeah, worse. That do, do, do you know, do We're you know, in wanking territory here, bird, eh? Do you, know, do you know what's really bad? So my dad obviously, my dad would referee those little oh, sort of seven aside games that you have at indoor Nossos. Yeah, things. yeah. I remember two birthday parties of mine where I got sent off by my dad. <laughs> Uh, it's my birthday and I'll I've get said sent this before, off if I want to. And I'll say it again. Never met your dad. Love your dad. Yeah, yeah. What a man. Yeah, yeah. As in, as in, Jamie, get off the pitch rules now. Are rules, you're James. not carrying on. No, if you're going to carry on moaning at yourself, if you're going to carry on doing stuff like that, you're not playing. James. Yeah, a lot of that. James. Anyway, I'm no longer 13. I'm 30. I'm an adult. So we rock up. There's about 20 of my mates there. My brother's organised wolf shirts for us to wear. So we're wearing, one team's wearing wolves home, one team's wearing wolves away. The teams are mixed. There's, I'd say it's 50% girls, 50% Brilliant. boys. 
a lot of people who've played a lot of football. You know, Niall, a good friend of mine, who's the best goalkeeper I've ever played with. He used to play for Sheffield United. Me, buzzing, and everyone's taking it seriously. The sun is shining. My friend uh, Drew is yeah. the ref, has got a whistle and dressed up as a uh, ref. What's he done to be the ref? Not a Drew, good player. He's just um, <laughs> he's a very commanding man in a number of ways. Okay. And also a fantastic snooker player. He won't be listening to this. Snooks. Snooks. Oh yeah, he's a yeah. snookser. But it's brilliant, you know, at one moment, because you know, everyone's taking it quite seriously. It's like, oh Mark on the left wing, Mark's on the left wing, and I look and it's like my my best friend Ian's girlfriend Megan, who has never ever played football before, and then sort of you look at who's very wholesome, who's peeling round the back, and it's my brother who hasn't played football in ten years. <laughs> so I think everyone should have a uh, football birthday. One party question when they're an adult. One question for me. In they come. Questions coming. I can see Blackhurst about. He's either about to leave the studio, or about to admonish me in a way. Mine's only a quick logistical one. Who would the team? Did you select the teams or were Absolutely they pre-selected? Pre-selected. Wow. Based on ability, balance of yeah, ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very balanced. Love that. Did, did, um, did you that. get an invite, Seb? Yes, I did. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I, I think you probably all did, actually, yeah? Yeah, yeah. 100% you all will have done. I and um, let, let me just remember how many of my dear esteemed colleagues turned up. <laughs> Zero. Zero? Yeah. Zero. Uh, it was on a Saturday, wasn't it? It was on a Saturday, yeah. What's What is what happens on Saturdays in June? What was Owen in the teeth of still doing then yeah. every Saturday? The meat. That is cricket. Yeah. yeah. Cricket. Very, yeah, playing cricket. I it sounds come. very wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredibly wholesome. It's just such a nice thing to do. It's a leveller of things. It means it, it means that, you know, there's an hour before you go to the pub and start mm. pouring shit booze down your necks. You feel less guilty for doing that, don't I you? Even, I even had a football birthday cake afterwards. In fact, an added piece, <laughs> an added piece of information for the this whole is, the football is... day that this was, yeah. it was during the Euros and it was when England played Ukraine. So we went to the pub afterwards. Oh, I had a football yeah. birthday cake. The game was on. Oh, what is that? That's why I didn't oh. come because I was getting absolutely slotted at the back. <laughs> Interesting thing about that. There's a bit of a. I remember this happening. I, I don't know if I did get an invite or not, but I think Matilda might have surmised yeah. that I wouldn't have come to London to play f- football on a Saturday, which is which is fair enough. Which is fair enough, but I, I'm what a lo- very yeah. sure you were. But done. but there's you know there's a sting in the tail for James. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there is a big sting in. The sting. He, which he seems to have forgotten about again. <laughs> the sting in the tail is that... So the, the <laughs> pub is about a 40-minute journey, mm. like a 40-minute walk to to get to. So we finish the game up, we take some nice photos at the end, we start the walk, everyone's sort of... A couple of people in a, on a bus, a couple of people in the cars, a couple of people walking. And uh, my friend Morgan, who, who used to work at Mundial, texted me saying, James, got some bad news. I was like, oh, yeah, what's going on? He was like, well, just as we left, we got a text from our housemates saying that they'd just tested positive for COVID. No. And I was like, right, It was that yeah, hideous yeah, yeah. period when everyone was getting pinged, pinged wasn't it? Yeah, oh, it was the ping, it was the, the ping. Fucking ping in. And uh, he was like, so we've just nipped into Boots and bought some tests and um, all four of us are positive. Oh, Bloody hell. So... We then send a text round to everyone that's played saying, before you get to the pub, check your positive. I think four more people went, oh, <laughs> shit, I've just tested and we're positive. So it, it was, I would, I would also spreader. describe it as a super spreader event. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that same day, um, and this is the reason I couldn't come, we had booked out um, three tables at um, one of the pubs we went to after cricket. All, all The whole club went, basically, to watch this England yeah. train game. Also a super spreader event. Yeah, a lot of it about. So one lad there basically dished it out. There was the the 
they couldn't get three teams out the following weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, God, really? I can relate because I had a cricket-related 30th birthday party. Did you? But Did this, you? this wasn't a surprise. I organised it myself, <laughs> which involved my work colleagues at the time uh, from BBC Five Live, my dad, my two brothers, and then some of my actual mates who were into cricket, which is about... I don't know, three people. And uh, my mum made me a cricket cake. So uh, it basically sounds like a Where parallel. did you go? Did you go for a net? We went for a net. Because it's in February. Amazing. A net. A net <laughs> at Old Not even an internet. In February. A net, a net at Old Trafford. Indoor. A, a two-hour indoor net at Old Trafford. Then walked to my favourite pub, the Quadrant, which is about a 30-second walk from the cricket uh, ground. I know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the pub. And then we got... Yeah, we just got hammered at the quadrant. Pretty good. And mine was two weeks before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I had a I had a five aside party when I was eight. Yeah. <laughs> and I ran for Zach's sixth birthday. Um a a football party as well. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking hard work. Um a lad whose name I won't share. Um shit himself. <laughs> oh. In goal. Actually, he was terrified of the ball, but then actually shit himself. Oh, as well. oh really? Oh. Actual, oh. actual poo. Yeah, and was known as Poopy Pants for the rest of his school days. Oh. No, and he's an adult now, right? Oh. He's an adult now. For the rest of his junior school days, they didn't go to the same oh. high school. But yeah, it was carnage. Yeah, it was carnage. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, oh. and one uh, one bucket. one dad, because um, we had to play as well. <laughs> Not sure we had to, but we did. Oh, dad, dads and lads. Well, no, it wasn't. No. But me and this, this other dad, and he kicked me. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Here we go. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. The power of ten. No, so I couldn't kick him back, so all I could do <laughs> he, um... was face him up all the time and make him look a moron. Just absolutely rinsed oh, him. No. <laughs> he um... kept getting him to fall. You know, I, I honestly, I couldn't walk for about four days. I did so many step overs and drag backs trying to show him up. <laughs> <laughs> I can still remember it. Sounds I like still you, remember oh, him. It sounds a, like you won, though. So I still remember him approaching me, and I double step over it and went off, and he went almost flying into a tree. It was in a garden. Lovely wholesome story. <laughs> this is good. TCFM. Like That's TCFM. what football does. When you subscribe to the magazine, you also become a member of Club Mundial, which is great, and you get access to exclusive events. Hopefully in the very near future, maybe a, a live podcast, Tommy. Oh, a, a live podcast yes, would please. be lovely. If you join Club Mundial, you get discount codes. Do you? No, Mundial merch. Oh. You get a discount code for all press coffee. Great coffee. Great coffee. Art of football. <sighs> great clothes, great right. everything, great Brilliant. whatever you want. Yeah, Percival menswear. <sighs> and... Of course, Classic Football Shirts, who provide us with the numerous retro football shirts and classic shirts that we wear on this podcast. You get discount codes for them, as well as a brilliant magazine. You get exclusive access to subscriber-only merchandise and priority access to merchandise as well. Great. Everything we do, you get the first dibs, shall we say. And you also get a weekly Club Mundial newsletter, which is an extension of our already very good newsletter. If you would like to join Club Mundial, and why wouldn't you after I've told you all those amazing things, go to mundialmag.com. Not only do you get a great magazine, you get all sorts of other things, and it's well, well worth supporting. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mascots of the world, unite and take over. Very, very good. Thank so we've had some, um, had some interesting mascots um, on here, and me and Seb were chatting the other day as well, and we realised we've got a... Uh, a decent amount to mine from the magazine, and I've been a bit short on time. And I know not all of you read the magazine, which is infuriating, but but good, <laughs> but, but fine because you're listening to this, and we like you doing that as well. So, for the latest issue, if you go out and research mad football mascots, you you often end up on the same lists. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for, I was looking for different ways to do this. So I started looking at tournament uh, mascots. So I went to Copper America anyway, um, and. In the 1993 version of um, the Copper America in Ecuador, the mascot was um, Choclito, uh, which was a corn. Um, Choco is the um, ancient Peruvian word for fresh maize, whatever. Anyway, Choclito. And Choclitos, um, they are a crisp, like a snack brand over there as well in Ecuador. And Ecuador is famous for its um, for its domestic corn. And a large part of its GDP, I think, still comes from corn. But that's not why I wrote about it. I wrote about it because if you looked at that Copper America, 93, it was won by Argentina. Gabriel Batistuta scored oh. two in the final. I just thought it was, a, it was a good tournament. But also because he looks um, like this. Um, and I thought (laughs) for the listeners um, Chocolito is an edible mascot he's a corn with boots and a big smiley face and two little bits of hair on top like Seb and a uh... (laughs) good that's good Christ you've got at least six come on oh I think that's I think that's funny That was brought about by the ins and outs, which we'll get to later. But and he's got a football as well. So, so I think the for, boots, man. for this mascot, <laughs> I am doing my own archive, and I thought, why find something else where I actually spent time on this? So I'm going to um... that would be um, just before you start. That would be the next thing to add to a football birthday party, wouldn't it? Yeah, have a mascot. Your own made, your own made mascot. Seb, right? So <laughs> I uh, I wrote this piece about the mascot. Um, until now, it had been a good few weeks. Him, a little corn from the outskirts of Quito, chosen to be the face of the tournament in a country famous for its delicious corn. The designers had nailed his cheeky side, and even if he was a little disappointed with the definition of his chest kernels and the preposterous haircut, he couldn't really complain. Chest kernels. That's funny. He'd been treated like a celebrity at all the stadiums, a real star, king of the corn. Except at a Brazil match up in the highlands of Cuenca when that maniac Edmundo picked him up and did something so disgusting that his ears wilted. How can you account for a man who got his own pet monkey drunk? 
<laughs> Things had taken a turn, however. He'd been ecstatic to have been invited into the dressing room after the final. Even though he couldn't say it in front of his dad, he loved Gabriel Batistuta. And the chance to sit and chat with him about his two goals was a dream. But here he was now, tied up with Fernando Redondo's spare bootlace come hairband after being ambushed, watching Diego Simeone lick his lips as he waited for the water to bubble. <laughs> him, a little corn from the outskirts of Quito, about to be devoured by El Cholo. Still, at least it wasn't that animal Edmundo. God knows where he'd have ended up. Yeah. <laughs> Superb. Jessica. Well done, Mr. Blackhurst. Yeah. Um, so that there's not a lot else to say about him. I mean, he was chosen because corn is the, yeah, yeah. Is, the is a big thing in, in, in Ecuador and um like that's like you know, it was nineteen ninety three, so there's not a lot on it. So we should probably talk about edible mascots. Oh, yum, yum, yum. And if there's one mascot you've seen over the years that you'd like to eat, mm. who would it be? Well, I'm going to talk here just very briefly about the Arbroath Smokey because Arbroath have a mascot that is a smoked haddock and the Arbroath Smokies... Is, is one of the best, I would say, James, localised delicacies in the UK. I've had them in Arbroath. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. And they have the Arbroath Smokies... Have you had them in Arbroath? No. I'd love to. Shame. Which are smoke, smoked haddock or have the same protected status as champagne does in France and parma ham does in Italy. They have that Didn't same... That. You European, can't... Yeah. You, it has to be made within five kilometres of you could the be, city Yeah, you centre. could be six miles up the road. It can be a smoky. Can't it, be an Arbro smoky. It, it has to be boxed at sea and then smoked on yeah. land in these nice. other places. So that's, that's mm. my... Um, that's quite a clever, and so I broke quite a clever fucking answer. That isn't it? Was, it? You two can really say fucking monster. Well, no pressure, sort of, but it, it's already a food stuff. What do you mean? Well, so well, is said, corn. But I didn't say I wanted to eat it. <laughs> I said, what mascot would you like to eat? I thought you'd use your imagination. Not what? get, not, but, not, the, not come over the, all Rick Stein. Anyway, so. yeah. <laughs> that's all. No, it's all gross mascot. I've gone down the the squat, the Rick the, Frankenstein. I've gone <laughs> down the weird route. Dick Frankenstein. Yeah. And I think we've mentioned him before. We've certainly mentioned him in the mag. We know you want to eat Jenny the giraffe. That's a different, <laughs> that's a different thing. And you need to leave her alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just she just works at the office. <laughs> I'm done. Um... Jenny the giraffe, for anyone listening to their first episode, was a mascot we talked about recently who Seb is clearly in love with. Well, about five episodes ago, big, have a listen. Yeah, go listen I'm a big fan of Jenny's work. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Um... <laughs> Not just on the work. sweet corn hype. Oh, oh. Yeah. another sweet corn. Yeah, yeah. I would like to eat the bloody jolly green giant. Oh, oh. Like ho, to, ho, ho. Green like, giant. You'd like to eat Yeovil Town's mascot, who is a man. <laughs> well, not. Well, he is. In, yeah, well, I would like to. Do you know I'd like to eat him? Because it's bloody rubbish. I'd like to eat him and then pull him out and then no one can ever speak of it ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing. Oh. He's massive. Big glove. Go for a massive glove. It'd be like, you know. Are you going to pick him? Are you going to cook him, Seb? Huh? Jolly Green Giant. Um, ah, big pot. You wouldn't know, would you? You can't stick him in your fucking air fryer like everything else. No, that's <laughs> good, good. You have to chop good. him up into very little pieces good. first. Very good. Tommy. I would eat. <laughs> it's good. I would eat Gonosaurus because. What other, what other chance? Because number one, he's a cunt. But what other chance am I going to get? Why to is he a cunt? We've discussed, We've discussed this previously. Yeah, many times. Maybe Tommy, we can re reference it. Yeah. It's the only chance. Good Just photo of me is Gunnosaurus. But my favourite. I think he's thing. a cunt, Gunnosaurus. Do you? <laughs> yeah. What makes you think that? He's just a big, stupid, daft cunt, isn't he? I mean. Yeah. But isn't that being a mascot? 
No, I don't think it is. No? I mean, you, a man who was a mascot when you were 14 for Yeovil when you were taller than the fucking skimmer. <laughs> That's something we'll talk about another That's time. a different <laughs> mascot type of mascot, but no, just also true. Gunasaurus, he just sort of became like... He he was Arsenal for about three years. And I, and it's, True. I'm like, anyway. So... It's the only chance I'm going to get to eat dinosaur. Yeah. So I want to know what dinosaur tastes like. Not the only. You could go and get a Komodo dragon. True, true. But still. Oh, that's a good point. Number one, I hate him. Number two, I want to try dinosaur. That's interesting. Yeah. Christ. Good, good thought. <laughs> and you had a go at me about a really nice answer about an Arbroath smoky. Yeah. He's eating a fucking giant and he's eating a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. What are you eating? Me? This yeah. is called reminding you why the football, man. Yeah. That's what we're doing. What are you eating? <laughs> So no, I'd maybe I'd maybe go for something, you know, something a little more, little bit more out there. <laughs> Not Fred the Red. Hey? Oh no. Fred the Not Red. Fred the Red. We once invented it. My, me and my brother and sister once made up a song for Fred the Red. When Too we much time on your hands, Tommy. Too much. Yeah, you, you don't want to know. It's shit. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He's just a bell end, but yeah. He is a bell end. Big cartoon devil. Stick with the corn. Yeah, he looks tasty. He looks like some lovely well, clip art. Simeone cooked him up. Chess curve. Yeah. Did you say, what did you say? Chess kernels. Chess kernels. Chess kernels. Chess kernels is fun. One of the best, two best words in the mag, that. <laughs> more... I read that a couple of nights ago and I, I laughed a lot, especially at that line. More credit in the organisation. Um, right. <laughs> if you want even better and even bigger, sneak peek behind the curtain, something else, just that one thing that might push you over the edge to subscribe, why don't you just subscribe to what, to be fair, and I can't call it any other word than this, the gateway drug that is the weekly newsletter. In that, we put all sorts of mad things, things that we've watched, things that we wear, things that we've listened to, all sorts, all sorts in that. Discounts, recommendations, ah, random yeah. references. Random, oh, random references. Look, we know your inboxes are full of emails these days. Sneaking another one in there, the weekly Mundial newsletter isn't the worst thing in the world. It will give you a great insight, in, more of an insight into what we do at Mundial. And hopefully, hopefully, it will push you towards subscribing to our magazine to get the full Mundial experience. Mundialmag.com or follow the link in the show description. We'll even put it in the show description. Ins and outs, outs and ins. Um, I um, haven't got any today. Um, so I'm going to go back to uh, simply refereeing this. James Bird. In. Right, my in this week is jogging without your phone or without your headphones. Because when I last used to jog, I used to listen to music and podcasts all the time. And I didn't get to soak up the area around me, but now I do it without my phone or my headphones. <laughs> and I get to hear the birds and I get to hear the canal. And honestly, it's amazing and it's totally different. And I'm not cocooned in this world anymore. And I'm out there. Lovely little impression, but that's not why. Why is it then so you can hear the buses? This... No, it's so that I'm not timing myself constantly. Ah, okay. That's a good one. Yeah. But also because last, things, last time yeah. I started running, Back, you know, three years ago, I essentially got addicted to it and couldn't stop running. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'd go for a 10k Not and then come back and be like, uh, oh, I need to go for another run. And I'd have to be like, no, you don't. Uh, and then I got injured. So what I did the other day was I decided not to time myself. For the first, not to not to measure my run. Enjoy the, the process, not the before. achievement, brother. And I, I, I felt, do you know what? I felt free, and I could hear the birds, and I could. Yeah. Hear the <laughs> it's, I mean, I've said a lot of stuff to you over the years. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe bad. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> um, but I'm glad this nice. is this is starting to filter down throughout the organisation. What is? That it's not all achievement based. That we can enjoy the road there. 
I'm, I'm glad. I'm... Who's filtering this down? Well, me. From you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been my big thing this year. So you're taking you're taking credit for me uh, <laughs> yeah. enjoying a run the other morning without <laughs> my headphones. Well, I'm, I'm an important person in your life. Yeah, a figure head. Um, <laughs> Def in set. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. In... <laughs> it's very good. I mean, my in this week. Uh, my daughter's teammates at football. This is brilliant. I've heard stick, this story because I was texting. I was texting Seb. Up, I was texting Seb on Saturday morning. And I normally ask him now uh, how's, how's Ava's gone, game gone because I know he's. I know he's. Uh, I know he's there. Figurehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always good. Just keeping an eye on his yeah. troops. Yeah. Line manager. Yeah. Assistant to the line manager. <laughs> so yeah, she plays football every Saturday. It was a great game. Some good, really good football and exciting football play. Let's just say the opposition didn't take too kindly to, to the um, to getting whacked to, to the, getting to the, the drubbing <laughs> and towards the end, uh, one of the teammates called Ava a bitch which Seb and Mrs White on the sideline yeah. oh so I see I thought she'd been hit fuck. by a ball or something so I go running around what was she was she, was she upset yeah she was really upset she took it she took it to heart and yeah awesome. and uh, Ava's I think that's because she's such a, a nice person and a sensitive person so. like a bug both her parents exactly exactly <laughs> and it, so it was all kicking off a little bit and it was all you know there was obviously the co our coach was unhappy about it because she was like this is not what this is all about but the game blah, blah. stopped yeah, the game had stopped. Yeah, yeah. A right kerfuffle, James. So there was a bit of a kerfuffle. And then one of Ava's friends, love, the tallest one of the lot, came running over and just said, don't worry, Ava, they're all cunts. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly... Yes. I, oh, my... Yeah, the fucking... Part of me, half of me went, incredible. It has really taken the tension out of it. The other half of me was... Oh my God! This eleven-year-old girl's just come over and and that's and, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. What did uh, the, what did Mrs. White? Mrs. Say? White, who was a who, to be fair to her, is a teaching assistant at a primary school, so she's always a little bit, you know, that, that's that's and more, she, slightly more aware, sm slightly more aware, and she just said in the most politest way, "Oh no, we don't use those words at the football." <laughs> <laughs> Daddy does, yeah, but yeah, we yeah, don't. yeah, and uh, and and it just sort of diffused the situation. That's so brilliant. Uh, and brilliant. Yeah, episode title. Is it big? Is it yeah. clever? No. But is it funny? Is it funny? God, yeah. It's both big and clever. I think it is big and clever. She's yeah. ran over. She's seen a. Yeah, yeah. She's managed to run over and diffuse a conflict situation. She probably doesn't even know she's doing it. It's subconscious. Yeah, yeah. You know whether she has to diffuse a lot well, of conflict, yeah. conflict well, situations. Well, concern that it came so naturally. Ava's teammates in oh. Tommy. So I, I'm going to stick with what I was going to go for last week. Ocean diversity on Instagram, which is just loads of pictures and videos of whales, of dolphins, just peaceful. It's relaxing. I will... I'm in. It's the best in. It's the best thing going on Instagram for me. In. It's the only time I'll just scroll through a page and there's just things you didn't know existed, things that you think are aliens. It's in anyway. Don't need to carry on, but everyone check it out. Great. I'm in. Seb, out. Out. Bit of a long-winded one, but cam CCTV cameras on buses that have a live feed to the screen at the bottom of the stairs. Do you know why? Because you don't need a very visual reminder of your impending baldness at 8.25 on a packed bus in the morning. Shave it off. Shave it off. No! Off, off, no. off, off, no. off, off, off. Why not? Don't worry, Seb. They're all cunts. Yeah. <laughs> I would be willing to do a Kickstarter. Yeah. As I said before. Yeah. Get you over to Istanbul. Get a Shakiri. Get down Warney's wig shack. I had a consultation about this. Yeah. Not that expensive. Not as expensive as you, as, as you might well, think. Someone else is going to pay for it. I'm all ears. But, uh... I don't think your hair looks bad. No, no neither no, do I. But it, 
let's just say, and the cameras, the cameras were. But the, the thing tight. is, the what, angles what Seb's thinking here. Not many people see the top of his head because he's so tall. Yeah, yeah. But the the buses, the buses unmasked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been broadcast. The birds know as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be off. To are they out? They gotta be out. W- once mine. Or goes. not? Because they are. Yours is people going anywhere. Uh, I don't know, but once it is, I'm, I'm whole new. Tommy. Head. So, Manchester Airport. I live near the train station in Manchester. Get a lovely five, ten minute train there. You get there and then you've got a long work to, walk to whichever terminal you're going to. These fucking travelators on this big glass tube to get you into the terminal itself from the train station. Genuinely, I'm, I'm talking five, six years now. They've just not worked. They've never uh, once uh, been on. Uh, and every airport I go to, Munich, Amsterdam, Stockholm, everyone's, uh, you're riding the travelators, you're having the fucking time of your life because... Sometimes you walk through and walk even faster <laughs> yeah. than the people on the side. Sometimes if, you just stand still. If you're doing weekend breaks, if you're doing weekend breaks, quite often your luggage is a bit more cumbersome than if you're going for a longer period of time. Well, if I you're bring, taking a weekend bag or something. Exactly. I bring a sports like a Nike bag, and it's also got one extra pair of shoes because my feet often stink, so I have to bring two with me everywhere I go. I know, Ugh. but these travelators, I don't know when they last worked. Maybe when I was like a child. You know. <laughs> Broken travelators are out. I don't always use them because I like taking the steps, but I do like taking the steps and walking dead fast down them. Exactly. Yeah. I like doing that. Yeah. I'll and, always and, use And as mentioned on a previous podcast, I have smoked walking down one <laughs> yeah. at Gatwick. I was thinking like about that, that again like, recently. How, how is he still a free man? Like that, like that. <laughs> so good. I was thinking. Excuse me, say you can't smoke. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I thought Amsterdam Airport has banned uh, the smoking rooms. There's no smoking rooms. Can I do an Owen Blackhurst here? Can I do an Owen Blackhurst? Not in this. Not post. Not Not in this day and age. No, No, don't do it. James Bird, what is your right? The impending doom of condensation. Have you not fixed your windows? No. Oh no. Well, we've we've done all sorts to the windows. We just don't have double glazing. We live in a, a Victorian terrace on the. Third, you know, the second two and a half floor, um, th- the condensation that starts once the first frost comes in, which which could be this weekend. Yeah, it's looking likely, isn't it? Yeah, I haven't, um, turned, the, I haven't turned the heating on yet. We're going to try and brave we've, it out as long as possible. But we've had we've had a fan installed into one of the rooms to circulate air. Uh, we've got they? we've got some uh, stick-on sort of uh, magnetic double glazing that goes around the windows. If I'm having a shower. I fucking know that the the <sighs> water vapor from that is going to end up on the walls at the back end of the house. The other thing about my house is that the back the back walls of it get no sunlight, so oh, those yeah. walls are extremely cold. Condensation forms when warm air it's yeah, cold yeah, yeah, cold yeah, yeah. things. Science lessons. Um, well. I lived in a very old house, James, as you as you know, and it was a similar thing that it had been set up for. Like in the summer, it was great because all the rooms were cool. And it's like fucking brilliant, brilliant. You know what I mean? In the winter. Brilliant. Sheesh kebab, it was bad. <laughs> Sheesh kebab. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> just I, I had my first con- condensation uh, last week. Yeah. Yeah. So, it wasn't on the depression. inside of a plastic bag over your head, was it? Yes. Got a bit fruity in Amsterdam. <laughs> get, yeah. Out, yeah. Con- the imp- threat of condensation is out, mainly because I'm just going to have to fucking hear about it as well. Yeah. <laughs> It's me. I think I, I I take the brunt of a lot of these things as a as a fellow homeowner because you know that I'll I'll be responsible for fixing them at my house. You don't talk to Seb about it because you know Rebecca will be doing it. There's no point. <laughs> there's no point. Pipe lagger. There's no I point. mean, there's elements of this are true, but what 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 I really what He's I like here is the fact that other than the actual conversation, the potential of mould and the sort of the whole atmosphere around getting it fixed, it's it's you that takes the brunt of the conversation <laughs> in my house. Well, you'll tell me. 
It's true. You were telling me about it a lot. Move to London, they said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seek your fortune. The sprawling metropolis. Yeah. How much did that house cost you? Oh, yeah. Half a million pounds. I like this. Is there? A, I feel like a spooky season episode. This it does a bit. Spooky Why not? Season. Yeah, well, it'd be bad for you because you're going on a massive bonfire afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> this has been reminding you why you love pumpkins. <laughs> this has been reminding you why you love football. We are part of the ACAS Creator Network, and we would love you, love you, implore you to please, 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 leave us a review, leave us a rating, tell your friends about it. Talk about it on social. Um, it really helps us get the message around. We want more people listening to it. Um, although we understand there is probably a natural cut-off because not that many people are going to love it. But we're all right with that. Uh, or maybe they will. Maybe we'll break through. We will. Yeah. But um, it's um, things are going well. And we also have a, a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful issue of Monday Our Magazine at the moment, the cult issue, oh, yeah. which um, I have read from today and um, was lots of late nights and, and early mornings. Um, a lot of fun to put together. And as people are finding out, a lot of fun to read. It's selling well at the major retailers and also on our website. So recorded as ever at Spiritland, where we love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank no, you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Reminding you why you love football is a Mundial and Football co-production. Produced by Tommy Stewart and Seb White, hosted by me, Owen Blackhurst, and recorded on the run. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.